The Mandela effect refers to when a large number of people share a false memory. An example being Curious George doesn't have a tail. Let's get started. Hello everybody, welcome back to Mandela Club, and today we will be discussing our fifth ever movie night. The movie we watched today is... Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief, what we believe to be the worst adaptation ever. And just so you know, there will be spoilers from the first book in Rick Riordan's series called Percy Jackson and the Olympians and the movie we watched today. If you want to watch it, it's on Disney Plus if you do. And we all love the books. Yes, I, we all think it's a great juvenile book series. It gets lots of people and kids just into Greek mythology in general. I know it did for me, McCray and Cade. Yes. Um, I love Greek mythology. It pretty much got me into this hobby. And the book series itself is very well written, modernizes Greek mythology, which is very difficult to do. Yes. yes. The movie, on the other hand, does not do that. They will make up Greek mythology, just make it up. Like, not even modernize it, just make it up. Yeah. And then just do random stuff. The characters are not like the books at all. Like, no. Like, Kate, who would you say your favorite character from Percy Jackson is? Uh, probably Annabeth. Percy. Yeah. I, I like the character. I like his sarcasm mm -hmm. in all of the books. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me it's also Annabeth. But in the movie, they destroyed both of those characters. Percy's yes. now, like, almost a shell of what he was. Like, yeah. he doesn't even, like, they didn't even bother to make him look like it. Like, Annabeth isn't blonde or anything like that. And then Annabeth isn't even that smart. No. no. She just says all the time, I am the daughter of Athena. And, and she doesn't prove it. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, she doesn't say anything Like, Percy's smart. smarter than her. Yes. And that's part of the humor of the book is Percy's not that bright. He's just a yeah. normal person. Yeah. And part of the first book is... He's trying to get his powers to be more and more better. He's trying to, like, learn everything. Yes. His yes. powers and everything. And in this one, he's just, like, random moments he yes. masters it. Random yeah. moments he's, like, tidal wave. But then other moments he's, like, I can't get the water to move. Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's going to take a long time. <laughs> Gets it off. Yeah, right it, it like, doesn't make any sense. So, I think. Let's get started with the summary. Yeah, let's get started. <laughs> so, it starts with Poseidon. Walking out of the water, Hugh just looks at a fisherman. Also, if you've read the books, you know there's something called the mist. Okay, pretty much what is the mist? Mist is basically the veil that keeps mortals from figuring out all of this, like, Greek stuff and everything. It's basically like, uh, let's say a mortal sees a god, like Poseidon, walking out of the mm -hmm. ocean. Uh, the mist will basically make it look like so. It's either a big cloud or something like that. Yes. So it doesn't reveal, like, the true identity of uh, everything. And that's a great way to be like, maybe it is all real. You can never really tell, yeah, right? But then the fisherman's face is just totally, like, scared. You know, no, he totally... And Poseidon just looks at him. Yeah, the mist isn't in this one at all. They never yeah, mention no. it. Yeah. It's never in it at all. And yeah. then the second one... If we do review on it, which we we might, we may or may not do, yeah, it they straight ruin the mist. Oh. But that's not in this movie. Doesn't matter. So he walks up. The fisherman sees him. Sign just like sup, <laughs> and then talks to Zeus. And Zeus is all like, "Your child stole a lightning bolt." Yeah, he's like accusing okay. Percy Jackson, the main character, of stealing Zeus's master lightning bolt, which is his like powerful. Yes, weapon. his powerful weapon. Uh, so it cuts the person. He's just sitting underwater. He's sure just like off, looking so. around. He's like blinking underwater too. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, but. no. Um, obviously, never heard of goggles. He's just sitting, yeah. eyes like wide open, just like, huh? What's going on down here? More and, water. 
And so he comes up, and Grover, which is one of his friends, is like, oh, it's a new record. 17 minutes, high schooler. Oh, I thought it was 7 minutes. No, I thought, I thought it was like 17. Okay. It's, just, it's, just, <laughs> it's long either way. And, and then he, they, they're just walking down the halls, and there's this thing we call Grover lines, where Grover just says, the weirdest lines you can possibly just weird one-liners yes. yeah that are supposed to be funny but make no sense yes. like what's the one that happens when they're in the so hole? the one that happens is like they're people are pushing each other around and he goes it's like high school without the musical ha <laughs> <laughs> ha uh, yeah we'll just say grover line like there's random stuff he says all throughout the movie but the really weird thing about it is they don't relate to it not like, really they don't have to do with even the story they're just lines that wouldn't even be funny like yeah. that doesn't have to do with what's going on the whole he's just like hey Percy you know this is like high school pull out the musical and he's just like okay and then he walks into class and he's struggling with dyslexia quote unquote and it's like the way that they represent it though it's like it's like he the, sees it for a sec and then it all jumbles up yeah like the like the letters move and letters just like move it's around like, I, i'm pretty sure it's not how it is no it's not no it's not that's not really how it's I, I don't know i don't have dyslexia but i do have friends who have dyslexia and i have read about and stuff like that and it's not like the letters don't like just like fly all over the chalkboard i don't think at all that's yeah. what it is so basically what happens is the teacher singles them out and she's like, Percy Jackson, what's the answer? He's like, I don't know. So he goes home, and he's like, I think this uh, dyslexia thing's getting worse. And he's introduced to uh, Percy's stepdad, Gabe, who in the book, um, also, they changed the age of Percy. Yeah. In the book, yes. he's 12, which makes so much of the conflict make sense. Yes. But in this one, he is 16. So Gabe, who's a very abusive stepdad, and is just all around awful, who we later find out that is kind of there to protect him in a weird way. If you read the books, yes. Yeah, you'll yes. understand. But in this one... Percy's, like, taller than Gabe. So when Gabe threatens him, Percy's all, like, in the book, he's scared because it's a 12-year-old. Yeah. But in the movie, it's he's, like, 16. He's, like, towering yeah. over him. muscular, just, like, looking at Gabe, like, you could, he could totally take him. But instead, he's just like, oh, well, got to be similar to the book, so I'm not going to do anything. Then they go on a field trip, and it's to this Greek museum, and he meets a fury if you don't know what that is it's a monster from the underworld and she's like oh give me the lightning bolt Zeus's master bolt because everybody thinks he has it and then Chiron is all like Chiron is the Greek teacher he like yeah. teaches Greek mythology and stuff and then he, what does he do he likes he throw he like yells at her He's yeah like, and then he comes at her and then he like Slices her, and then they're like, I "Come on!" I think she just flies away. Yeah, she just. Flies oh yeah, off. she just flies off because Sharon's <laughs> there, of course. Oh, Sharon, he's so threatening. Yeah, he's and then care. he tells Gro Grover, "Take Percy and his mother to some camp," and then they're just in, in the in the car driving. And then Grover does another Grover line, I think. And yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. But they're driving in the car, and suddenly a, a cow. cow flies in front of them. Grover's like, is it just me or is it raining cows? Groverline. <laughs> like, that's fun. Oh and the cow flies, but then the car, they swerve and then just start flipping over violently. Like, and no, but it's like slow. It's They're like, like, it's like boom, boom. But boom. then everywhere around it, it's going all fast. So it it's like, make it's not slow mo. Yeah. yeah, there's things like that that don't make any sense. And so basically, what's happened is they're being chased by a minotaur, and he's throwing cows at them. And so he ends up, like, the car crashes, and Grover takes off his pants because he has crutches. And it turns out he's a satyr, which mm -hmm. basically means he has goat legs. He's so, half goat, half human. Yeah. And then, so they basically just start running to it. They're really close, honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah. It takes them like yeah. three seconds to get there. <laughs> and then the mom's all like, I can't come. And then the mentor all like, what? So he like grabs her and she like dis. And then she, she like disintegrates. Like, yeah. Yellow mist. And then Percy kills the minotaur by taking a sword and stabbing it, which does happen in the book, except. And this one, he also has the sword, and the sword falls like a foot from him, but instead of grabbing it, he just uses the horn. So there's yeah. small things like that that we will point out because the books are so good and they make sense. Yeah. Like there's very little stuff that's convoluted or contradicts. And if it is, it's later explained. Yeah, that's it's why later it's so explained. Good. But in this one, it's like so little thing that they're like, oh, let's just throw in the sword because, you know, movie. cool. Yeah. But anyway, Percy, they blur kill and he wakes up three days later and then learns he's the son of Poseidon. Even though that's like a big reveal that no one knows, but he just knows. And then... Yeah. Like and Charles then Grover's all like, I'm a satyr, and then Percy's like, what? Yeah, the yeah. acting too, it's just, you can notice, like, he's supposed to uh, be like, you know, his mom's dead, and he's supposed to be sad and everything, but you know, not. You know, we know she's not dead, because, you know, when she didn't die, she, like, disappeared, yeah. yeah, and, but he's like, oh no, my mom's dead, I'm so sad, it's like, oh gosh, and then <laughs> Mr. Runner, who is Chiron, who is a centaur, which is a half-horse, half, -horse, half Basically, instead of having goat legs, you have just a horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Percy begins training his demigod powers, and he's, and then they start to play Capture the Flag. Yeah, which in the book is so cool. It's, it's like so amazing. So cool. Yeah, they, they split up the different cabins, which they, there aren't even cabins in this one. They just, yeah, like, no, they're just no, like, like, Percy weird. just has his own, like, dock house and yeah, everything. Yeah, it doesn't make it's any like, sense. It's supposed to be shaped in a U. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But they split up them, and then there's, like, strategy. But in this one, they all just charge at each other, like, yeah! yeah! Not and even then, going for the flag, just charging and, into and each other. And then Percy makes it through, and he goes to get the flag, and then someone comes down, and you learn that's Annabeth. Da -da -da, and, it's Annabeth. And she just goes, hi, I'm Annabeth daughter of Athena, and, then and like, I, I am smart. You really think I just leave it in the open? Like, I'm daughter of Athena, that's why I always win. <laughs> and then you're all like, like really? You would say that to someone? Yeah. Hi, I'm McCray. Yeah, the daughter of, son of my dad. No. Yeah, son <laughs> of my dad. It doesn't make any sense that at all. But basically, they just fight, and yeah. then Percy gets healed you know, by the water because he's side to side. And then they he just keep the fighting, flag. and then he. I think I think it's so funny in that scene because like he gets healed by the water and like beats Annabeth, and everyone just watches. Like everyone on Annabeth's team just sits there. It's like do something, guys. Yes. Yeah, everyone's staying around, just like not even change, just stand there while they're fighting each other. But as soon as Percy heals himself, they all just start charging at him, and yeah. then somehow the water didn't just heal him; it just made him a better fighter. In the book, it's described as it makes him stronger, but in this one. But in the movie, it just makes him a better fighter. He yeah. just suddenly knows how to use a sword real well. So then basically they're all celebrating. Yeah, and, and Hades, then shows, Hades up the shows up and he's like a monster with wings. And you're like, really? This is all. This is Hades? I thought he was supposed to be a god. And then he's like, Percy Jackson, where are you? I need the Baxter Bolt. And then he's like, I don't have it. And then he's like, I'll give you your mother. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he's all calm now because he was shooting fireballs earlier. <laughs> and then, so they... They plan to go to the underworld, and they ask Luke. So basically, Percy's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go on this quest. I'm gonna go get to the underworld, save my mom." Uh, Percy Gro, no, not Percy. Percy Grover and Anne Beth end up all going together. They go to Luke. He's like, "How do we do this?" He's like, "Here's a map. We'll lead you to these pearl, these three pearls. Once you get the pearls, uh, once you're in the underworld, you use them to get out." He's like, "Pretty self-explanatory." Uh, and then he also gives them these shoes that can fly and a shield. Yes. Now, in the book, a very important plot point 
is the shoes are cursed. Yes. And they try to fly Grover into Tartarus. But in this one, they just help him. They I, help him. Yeah, spoiler Spoiler alert, Luke turns out to be bad. What? Even though he's obvious, like, they're talking, and Luke's all like, I hate Olympus so much, but I'm still good. And you're like, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. But they start to leave, and the first place they have to go is... Auntie M's. Which, yeah, and they end up getting there, and there's statues everywhere. It's, it's Medusa's garden. And when they get there, they meet Medusa. She's like really creepy too. Like, yeah. And I thought in the book she was supposed to be like friendly and it's like yes. tricking them into like. Yeah. But in this one, she's like creepily it. walking towards him, and you're like, and they all know she's bad almost instantly. They know she's yeah. Medusa. There's also just one random mortal there, like yeah, who gets frozen, and she like she's like Medusa's like open your eyes and look into mine. She's like okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. And when, then uh, they're just fighting against Medusa, and of course. Um, Percy pulls out his phone, which a main plot point of demigods is they're not allowed to have phones. Like electronics or stuff. Yes, because mm -hmm. that's how monsters track them and kill them. Yeah. But basically, he uses the reflection. I feel like Annabeth should have come up with that. Yeah. To see her, and then he kills her. But, and she had the well, pearl. Well, no. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By driving a car in them, and Grover, Grover line goes, nice demigod driving. But oh. anyway, my whole, uh, to go back to the phone thing, is that single thing just to get the advertisement because this movie is brought to you by iphone <laughs> is just so they could get that little advertisement that goes against so much because they had to use a shield they could not use at all electronics the movie makers didn't care they just cared after making a little bit extra money from apple yeah so they could add that one thing like there was so much other stuff they could do and that's another thing too there's so much product placement like the bus drives up and it's just obviously gmc <laughs> yeah. which gets really infuriating really fast and then they get the the uh, stone from the, the pearl, pearl from Medusa it's like it's on her on. bracelet yeah and then they bring her head their her head with them and then another Grover line he's like I can't pee with her looking <laughs> well, at it's basically cuz like and that's like her head still works even if it's like yeah uh, and so basically they take her to like a motel and and that's where the Grover line shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they go to the Parthenon in Nashville, Tennessee, and that was the next spot on the map. Yeah, but we don't think that actually is there. Like, I don't. There's just this huge, random, almost like Greek structure out of nowhere. But anyway, I they see on the statue of Athena the next pearl, the second pearl. So and they decide to wait. Yeah, in night. the bathroom. Yeah, they yes. come out so they can fly up with the shoes. Yeah, they, they come out and then Annabeth shoots them with like these the janitorial staff. Yes, yeah. she shoots them with like tranquil. And then she just hurts them with like uses a crossbow. His, yeah, because he uses his shoes that are obviously not cursed. Yeah, to get the second pearl, and he's like, I got it, and they're like, Woo! And then all of a sudden, the five janitor people <laughs> are all like, they're like, Bring us, bring. Give us the lightning bolt, and then they turn into. They turn to Medusa. No, I was about to say Medusa. They turn to Hydra, which the Hydra, real quick, is not in the book. Is not in the first book at all. They just added the whole pearls and everything. They don't have to look for the pearls, so they just changed the whole plot. It's yeah. inspired by the book. They just took the characters. Yeah, they just took the characters. They for took money. the characters' names and then, in the locations. And then they're just fighting the Hydra, and then Percy gets the. Uh, Pearl, and then he like thrust like a like so much water from into nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like a the water fountain. It's like yeah. the, the so two water waters. waters. And then Grover obviously has Medusa's head, even though in like the whole 
Yeah, or, he does have like a backpack or no, he just has yeah, it. Pulls it and out. then he just pulls it out, lifts up his sunglasses, and turns it into stone. Then he kisses it because yeah. he's Grover. That makes sense. So the next spot is Las Vegas. And so they end up driving there, and it's like the Lotus Casino. So they end up going to the Lotus Casino, and they get in. There's like all these people, and they're offering them things like complimentary lotus flowers. They say they're special disc, mm-hmm. they're special dish. And the Lotus Casino in the books is so cool. Yes, it's one of the best settings. So it's basically a small kind of hotel, almost described as, but inside it's huge, just everything anyone would want. And in it, it works outside of time. So time moves way faster in there, and you don't really age. It, it's a really cool setting, and part of why Percy and them fall for it, because they end up getting stuck there for a little bit, is because, again, they're only 12 years old. But in this one, it's this whole thing with they end up getting kind of drugged by the flowers. And yeah, like, they eat the flowers and are like, oh, this place is so cool. <laughs> Let's just Let's stay, stay here forever. It's like, Which, what? <laughs> yeah. And so they have a montage and like, and it's just yeah. A whole montage of them just doing random stuff. And then Poseidon's yeah. voice goes, don't eat the flowers. I'm like, you could have said that before the weird montage. Yeah. That would have made everything way Also, better. like the montage, Grover just it just is goat, you know. He doesn't even have like his pants on. And no, like, just, just goat. Yeah. Just yeah. Go. And then they run into the car that you see in the beginning, and obviously the keys are in the in, car. In the car, it's just running. Yeah, yeah, they just have the running car. And on the display. The display car's running, of course. Yeah, and then, oh, and by the way, gra- uh, Percy grabbed the third pearl. Well, basically what happens, like, they offer Percy flowers, and it's like, Poseidon told me no. And then they're like, Percy is woken up. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> and it's, he wakes up. Annabeth and Grover, but Annabeth didn't realize. Yeah, I think Annabeth should have been the one to realize, but uh, nope. So they drive off and they're going to Hollywood. But also in the car, Hugh complains. Annabeth goes, "That's the lair of the Lotus Eaters." As far as I'm concerned, there are no Lotus Eaters, quote unquote, in Greek mythology. They just made that up. There yeah. might be something similar to it, and maybe there is. I might be mistaken, but I'm sure it's not. So kind of moving along, speed they, up a little bit. They, you know, they have three pearls. All the pearls I need to save four people. They didn't realize that. Daughter of Athena here. Go down to the underworld. There's this weird thing with Persephone and Grover. Uh, so like, I haven't seen a satyr in a long time. And like, satyr has a visit. And you're like, okay, be quiet. And then in the underworld, uh, the they find Percy's mom, and Percy drops the shield that Luke gave to him, and Hades sees the master lightning. Yes. And it's like crackling and like everything. It's like... How do you not notice that? I know. <laughs> Percy grabs it, or no, um, Hades grabs it, and then Persephone's like, I'll be the king of Yeah, us. Persephone steals it, hits um, Hades, but it doesn't even look like it hurts, but he just passes out. Just like, um, in the books, it's like a super weapon. Yeah. It's like a nuclear bomb. And no, it's never used because it's described as the power of a nuke. Yeah. It can level a city in seconds. This one, she just, like, hits Hades, just, like, just He's, like, flows. He's, just, he's, like, like, uh, he's unconscious. But, like, this is Zeus's weapon. I know. Like, used to destroy... Like, Powerful monster. No, it just hits him. He's just from nations. Isn't it? Yeah. No. But anyway, they use the pearls. They go up to Olympus. They're about to make it in. Um, oh, and also Grover stays behind so we can get another really weird scene with Persephone. Basically because they only have three pearls. Yeah. And so Grover's like, I have to stay behind. I'm yeah. a junior protector. And then they're about to make it into the elevator to go to Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus. <laughs> and 
Luke shows up with another pair of flying shoes. Not Still only, and he's like, oh, I'm the lightning thief. And I'm just like, not only are you the lightning thief, you're the shoe thief. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. two whole pairs of flying <laughs> shoes. But anyway, he's like, I, and he kind of just explains the whole plan because, you know, movie. And explains everything, why he did it, because he hates the gods, but we already kind of guessed that. And then Luke, then Percy's like, I have to stop him. So he uses the shoes, because Luke stole lightning bolt, to fly up the shoes that Luke gave him. And then there's this really weird thing where, like, Percy's dodging the lightning yeah. bolts. Luke can't aim. Yeah, but then, then he then uses a knife to cut off the wings of the shoes 30 feet away. Percy crumples on the ground. It's a standoff. Then Percy's like, what am I going to do? And Luke's like, well, can't believe I defeated a son of Poseidon. And Percy's like, oh, yeah, I'm a son of Poseidon. Then uses the slowest water bending ever. Yeah, they're like these water tanks. And, and just like, explodes mm-hmm. them slowly. And Luke's just standing there like, should I shoot him? Should I not? <gasps> and then his face is just pure terror. And he's thinking one thing. Oh, oh no! He's, he's got, got shark strength! Yes. And Percy's like, don't make me do it. And Luke's like, no! And then he, he like, just like puts water on him. For he, like, he makes like a water orb. For like a second, like five seconds, and Luke's like, oh, puking water. But then anyway, Percy just um, makes a water trident and throws it, and in like seconds, travels miles into water and makes like a tiny splash in the ocean. Again, just another weird detail that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But anyway, then just talks with the Council of the Gods, the Council who are all giants but have tiny chairs. I just yeah, think that's really like... There's some stuff like thrones and they're just like normal chairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. But anyway... With just like the the picture of the god, like the there's a lot symbol of, of the gods. I, I like that in the books is they're like decked out and all their stuffs and they're thrones, like Game of Thrones thrones. Yes. And they're and so cool. Like Poseidon had like fishing stuff. And yeah, then there's so. this scene with Poseidon, I mean, yeah, Poseidon and Percy talking and Poseidon's all big and you're like, okay, well, this is kind of awkward because it's big. <laughs> and then he grows small and then you're like, never mind, go back to Yeah. Because yeah, he's like, Percy's like bigger than him. Yeah, because the actor's just he's taller. Like, Couldn't you make it a little bit yeah. taller? But anyway, they're talking, and Percy's all like, you never met me, and Poseidon's like, I'm sorry. But then, cuts the balancing, he's back at camp, and um, Charon's all like, you may have been good at, uh, you may have saved the gods, but you're still normal at your home, even though he was only there for a day. But also, when it cuts to Charon, <laughs> he's like coaching people, he's all like, huh, but he's coaching almost no one doing anything, and he's all like, um, he says some random thing that's keep it moving, keep it moving, don't lose interest, one foot in front of the other. Pretty soon you'll be running, like <laughs> teaching people to run, and there's no one there. But anyway, there's a really weird kind of tension between Percy and Annabeth, and then when it looks like they're gonna kiss, they start fighting with swords. Whoa. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, and one kind of small announcement is you know how we have movie nights and normal episodes? Now we have movie nights, Mount Olympuses, and normal episodes. Mount Olympus episodes are pretty much just episodes where we go through some myths from Greek mythology. Um, we will be teaching you it, about it and just talking about it and talking about what it has to do with our normal society, everything like that. Those will be coming out every five episodes right after movie night. Yeah. So episode 26 will be a Mount Olympus and it will be over the creationist. So tell your friends, make them listen to it, force them to make them, force, force them, them. To If they asked, we didn't say that. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so as always, thank you for listening and remember, curious shorts just not have a tail. <laughs>